My outline is but a sketch. The story itself is my masterpiece. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around. You're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. In our last episode, it was all about discovery writing, pantsing a novel, not having a plan, and yet finding the end. Today, we're going to talk about the exact opposite end of the scale, which is outlining your novel. Now, there's a lot of different ways to outline a novel. Not every way works for everyone. And certainly, sometimes outlining doesn't work at all. So we're going to talk honestly about outlines here. We're going to talk about when it just goes off the fucking rails on you because no matter how well you plan a novel, at some point you're going to go off track from what you were actually intending to write. And this has happened to me before uh, early when I first started outlining novels. Now, for me personally, I treat it as a situational thing. Some novels, I have no written plan. I have nothing written down. I just go where the characters take me. And for some novels, they're so meticulously planned because it's necessary for that story. Of course, the big question here is, how do I know which is which? And if I'm going to be honest with you guys, and I always am, knowing which is which starts with knowing what I'm going to write about, which seems silly when I talk about discovery writing where you start off having absolutely no clue what's going to happen in your story. Um, but that's a, that's a very different kind of writing. Most of the time when people do discovery writing, they have a scene, they have a thought, an idea in their head, and they run with it. And that's a little bit different than not having any clue at all. But sometimes that thought or idea is an extensive one. And that's a time where perhaps using an outline might benefit you. Or if the story is really complicated, has a lot of details, a lot of subplots, that might be hard to keep track of. I really hate to say that this is just one of the things when you know, you know. But it sort of is one of those things. Um, when you start writing... I highly recommend trying all the methods possible. Oh wait, I think I've mentioned this a few times before. Try different things. Try pantsing a novel, see how that works for you. Try a detailed outline, see how it works for you. And hell, try something in the middle because believe it or not, not everybody talks about this. There is a point in the middle that is part outlining, part pantsing. I put it into outlining because you are putting major plot points into work at that when you're doing a, some people call this method plantsing, which is a combination of the words planning and pantsing. All right, so back to the major topic here of outlining. For those of you who have never done any outlining before, let's go over four of the most common types of methods. First of them is the synopsis outline. This is like one or two pages where you write out what you want to happen in the story. So you're going to talk about what starts the story, the characters, the major beats and plot points, etc, etc. It's not very long, but it's like a short story about your story. 
Another one that you're going to do, I've done this one before, is the in-depth outline. And this is one where you're going to write maybe 10,000 words. It's pretty much a point by point outline. And it's really useful for people who just love planning things and then want to fill in the detail a little bit later. Uh, this one, when I did it, so I took all these points and then I kind of expanded the scene that I had described and yet somehow I still went off track. We'll get into that later. Um, another method is one I haven't tried, which is a snowflake method because my brain just doesn't work that way. So unfortunately I can't talk about it a lot, but it's one that you can look into a little bit more. A lot of people really love the snowflake method and see, it seems to work for them. And the other one that is commonly uh, used is called the bookend method. And this is one if you really like a lot of wiggle room when you're writing, or if you're a pantser giving outlining a try for the first time, this actually might be a really great way to do it because this is more the plancy method where you have the idea at the beginning, you know where you're going, you might have a rough idea of one or two points in the middle, maybe how you want it to climax or a very strong middle point or maybe a subplot or two. It's, it's nothing really that you're gonna hugely write down. It's more this rough idea of how you want things to happen and how you want them to go, which as I said, that's pretty much what planting is. Now, if you're trying to figure out what one's gonna work best for you and you don't know, once again, like I keep bloody well saying, just try it. It doesn't hurt to try it. If it doesn't work for you or it doesn't quite work for you, keep that in mind and try something else. That is probably one of the biggest things that'll help you in your writing career is being open and willing and able just to try something else if what you're doing isn't fucking working, guys. Be flexible. That's really one of the greatest pieces of advice I can give you when you're trying to figure your writing and your writing career out is just be that little bit flexible on how you do things until you find a method that works for you and yet still be open to being aware that that can change at any fucking time. And I digress yet again. All right. So what are some things that you're going to need to do when you outline if you can't figure out a method Give one a try. You don't have to fully commit to it. If that method that you're starting out trying really isn't working for you, move on. You don't have to spend weeks or months or however long it's taking you to outline a novel. Just give it a quick try. If it doesn't feel right, then move on. It's as simple as that. But if you are going to outline, there are a few things that you really ought to think about before moving into any sort of major outline, especially for any of those in-depth ones. And the biggest thing I'm going to tell you is know your damn characters. Know who they are. Know how they work. Like, you don't have to go deep into depths of some of these character profiles that people do. You, honestly, unless it's relevant to your story, you don't know who his third cousin twice removed is on his mother's side. You don't need to know why he likes a certain bank unless it's relative to your story. Well, knowing some of these extra details and we're going to get into character development at some later point. 
But if you don't know your characters, you're going to have a really hard time staying true to the story that you're developing in an outline. And that's one of the easiest ways that people go off track from even the most well-developed outline is they didn't know their characters well enough when they started to know how they were going to develop and react. Because as they get to know those characters better, sometimes the reactions that you had planned for them are going to change. And that's something you want to avoid if you actually want to stick to an outline um, that you've put a lot of work into. As I said, this has happened to me. I did a 10,000 word outline and my story went right the heck off track because I didn't know my characters. And the other very, very major point here is I didn't know the story. I had this great idea and I had it all plotted out, 10,000 words as I said. And I didn't have the right idea about even the story. Not just the characters, but the whole story itself. I thought I knew what the conflict was, which was between these two friends. And it developed into something so much deeper, so much more um, mysterious, I must say, than I had ever thought of planning. And the truth was, is I just didn't know the story well enough to do this 10,000 word super detailed outline. The next time I did any sort of detailed outline, one of the very first things I did after doing my world building was develop all my freaking characters. And it makes a lot more sense that I would have put this much effort in because there's something like 50 major players in a four book spanning series. It actually took 11 pages of a spreadsheet. Now, was it a super deep 10,000 word outline? It wasn't. It was actually a very detailed outline, but done in a very different manner. It was in some ways a combination of both the in-depth outline and the synopsis outline in that I covered all the major points, but I actually wrote a little bit about those points. It also had a timeline and it had so many things going on with it. And it's a story that I am really excited to get around to finish writing one of these days. But I mean, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I have a lot on my plate and I have a lot of things to do. So it's one of those novels and stories that have all been moved to the back burner. But you know what? I've written two of the books out of the four book series. And when I've written all four and they're polished and they're pretty and they're the exact way I want them to be because I've developed a lot as a writer since I started them, then maybe they'll be ready to see the world. But hey, look at that. I fucking digressed again. So when we're talking about these methods, even the four that are listed, if they don't work for you in the way that they're described, make them work for you in a way that actually fucking works for you. It's as simple as that. And for me, an Excel spreadsheet was a great way to keep track of this epic novel series spanning over, I think it was 75 years in those four books. And that's why there's so many characters. I have to keep track of birthdays, death dates, and everything that happens in between because it is actually a political dystopian novel. And it's, um, it's interesting. So that's something you want to keep in mind. If you're going to outline, know your characters, know your story. And if you really want to get in depth, know what type of story that you're writing. And by that is, you know what, pick up 
<laughs> you know, I don't do recommendations often, but this is one I read recently and I absolutely loved it. Save the Cat Writes a Novel. This one has been recommended to me over and over and over again. And I finally broke down and bought it and I do not regret it for one fucking second. So if you're interested in knowing more about story structuring, which is really useful when you're trying to determine what kind of story you're writing so that you can write the right outline and hit the right beats and notes of the story, get that book. Cannot recommend it enough. Now, depending on the method you're using, I want you to think about a few other things besides the type of story, what your story actually is, and your characters when you start to outline. And that is, what are the other branches I'm not exploring? Because sometimes as writers, if we have this idea in our head and we have this outline going, we don't think about the possible other branches and decisions our characters can make that can not only work with the story, but be something that that character would actually do that differs from your outline and can affect the whole story. So it doesn't hurt, even if you don't write it down, to mentally explore some of the possible major decision points on how else they can go because you might find one that works better than what you thought about. And that's another place where you can easily go off track with any kind of outline, no matter how detailed or not. Which is why bookend outlining is one of my favorite types in that I just have those few vague ideas and I let the rest flow. But once again, you need to be comfortable with pantsing and everything I talked about in my previous episode to really embrace something like a bookend outline. All right, it's really late at night for me as I'm recording this. This goes up uh, tomorrow for me, so I'm not even going to have time to edit this. I hope... I've covered a lot of your questions and a lot of the things people don't talk about when it comes to outlining because the one thing I've always been told that drove me crazy and why I always had trouble wrapping my head around outlines to begin with was that an outline means you don't go off script, but you can and you do and it's okay. Sometimes when you go off script, it works for a better story Sometimes it doesn't. And that's just a matter of experimenting once again. If you do find yourself going off script and you like where the story is taking you, but you still want to have an outline, you still want to know where it's going, then stop writing as soon as it's a good point to do so and redo your outline. No one has ever said that you can't redo a fucking outline. So do it, rewrite it, change it from that point onward maybe make notes about what might have to change at the beginning of the story to have this new revelation in it make more sense or be properly foreshadowed. But that's something for revision and that's another topic we're going to get to some other day. Just go out there, have fun, find a method that works for you and don't let anybody tell you that your method is wrong. Because when it comes to this industry, what works for you is what works for you and screw everyone else. They can use what works best for them. Their opinion doesn't matter when it comes to your writing methods. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you found some useful advice here today. If so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. 
Thanks for listening.